What is up, Ingrid? <sighs> How Good are morning, you? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Um, you know, just adjusting. I feel like this is a an adjustment for myself and yourself and for many mm-hmm. of our like friends and like loved ones. It just seems like there is a lot of really intense stuff happening. Yes. Um if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, me and Scott made an announcement. This will be one of our last episodes together. Mm-hmm. Scott is switching directions. He's going to have something new coming. His partner, Gabriella, is going to be part of the podcast. They're going to be switching things up. I, I'm i not sure what I'm doing yet, but I have some things in mind. So I'll keep you all posted. Come come hang out with me on Instagram until then. Ingaru at I-N-G-A-R-O-O. And there's a little more juicy stuff on the last episode for the transition and all that stuff. If you're curious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of shifting happening right now. You know, last Mm -hmm. week was the solar eclipse, new moon in Libra. And leading up to that was Mars, the God of war in Libra squaring stressful aspect to Pluto, the God of death in Capricorn. Both of those Pluto and Mars are the planetary rulers of Scorpio and Scorpio is about transformation. So when Mars and Pluto score off with each other, which they do about once a year, it can be a difficult period of transformation And then now Mars is, last week, Mars moved into Scorpio, the sign that it rules, which pushes us to delve into those darker, stickier areas of our intimate relationships, urging us to transform in some way. It's it's a time when partnerships end, but it's also a time where you can you know, maybe end a frequency in a partnership mm-hmm. if it's not going, if it if it is going to continue. It's about being open to the transformation. And it certainly is not necessarily easy. And it's it's certainly not easy, I think, when you cling to the way things have always been in the past. That's uh, when they get really more hard. challenging. Yes. It's hard not to do that to totally. embrace embrace the unknown and like just let things happen because Mm -hmm. you can't there's no way to just hold on to the way things were that doesn't work and usually that creates more dis-ease by just holding on so tightly so uh what is that tarot card when they're like falling that is it the tower when someone's falling Mm -hmm. and they look like a little four and they're upside down kind of Mm -hmm. like embrace like they look like they've just relaxed into the fall yeah like everything's crumbling but you have to kind of let go you just have to let go yes yeah There's no clinging to the past or the Mm -hmm. way things have always been. Like we have to be open to the transformations so that there can be growth in new areas. And and there's more of that being supported this week. I mean, I feel like the rest of the rest of the month through October is going to be more of that sort of pressure cooker. So letting, uh, letting the steam out of the pressure cooker is the key to moving through the transformation. It's like when you put food into a pressure cooker and you start the pressure cooker and you take the food out, the food has changed. It has transformed. It's different than what it was when it 
moved in. But if you open the pressure cooker without releasing the steam, then the food explodes all over the kitchen and makes a mess. So being open to the transformations that occur, that that are meant to occur in life because nothing stays the same will relieve some of that tension of the transformation. Do you have any tips for how to do that? Like, because it's so much easier said than done to just be like, just let everything happen. Just relax. Like everything's going to work out how it should. It's like the the words and the the feeling feel so far apart sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think it's having or a courage. lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, I think it's having the courage to move into the areas of the unknown. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like you and I parting ways. That's scary. You know, mm-hmm. this is something that we've known for three and a half years. Yeah. Like the stability, so, the comfort, the, totally. the routine. Like in terms com- of like a, a yes. lot of aspects where it's like the friendship, the personal attachment, the like business relationship, just the regularity of seeing someone on a regular basis and then connecting with the people attached with that. And then career mm-hmm. opportunities. It's like very multifaceted, more than just like one um portion one one small it's not like it's just a one small piece it's like very like ingrained yes yes totally and and when you think about like transformation like a caterpillar moving to a butterfly like that's ingrained like a caterpillar is a caterpillar so in order for it to become a butterfly it has to everything that's ingrained has to break down and be transformed and changed into the structure of a butterfly so going it almost like it like disintegrates in there right like it kind of like you know goes into a hibernation and just like totally falls apart which i mean i feel like the last week i had like you know my dad was in the hospital you know friends are going through transitions my friend with the brain tumor got some news like one of my friends Mm -hmm. is going through a breakup and like maybe moving, which is like also a business partner. And it's just like, everything is just feels really scary. And (laughs) I feel like my nervous system is so tired. Like I've never been so tired. Yes. Because because the constant stimulation, it's like your life is like an earthquake right right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, how can you like lie down and relax on the couch and take a nap when there's an earthquake happening and like pictures are coming off the wall and the walls are shaking and maybe the (laughs) roof is caving in, you know, all that sort of stuff. But you know, you, you've got this big transition happening with me, but then you have these transitions that are happening in other areas of your life, which may feel very uh, destabilizing, but like, I think for you, Ingrid, and this is how I'm moving forward as well, is just like having faith that everything that that is going to happen after this for me, for you, as we move on, is maybe you move on from another partnership as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to open up something new that once you get into the normal of the new, you're going to look back and say, Wow, I'm so yes. It was hard getting to this point. Mm -hmm. It was challenging. It was. It it felt like the found like the the floor was dropping out from underneath me. But I'm so glad it happened. It needed to happen because that happening is what got me to here. And if I didn't 
go through what I went through, then I wouldn't be here right now where I need to be, where I've wanted to be. That just happens so many times in life. And it's like almost like you forget every time about the the after part where everything settles into place Mm -hmm. and where you're like, wow, this is amazing. Like you look back, you're like, wow, that was so fucked up. But now I'm at this, you know, I've climbed to this next level. You can look back and appreciate those things. But like every time those big transitions come up, they're still just as, even if you're like more prepared, maybe it's still very uncomfortable. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much you're prepared. Like just the change Mm -hmm. is, is unsettling and difficult. So, but I think just leaning into the change and having the courage Mm -hmm. to just like push through and say, you know what, this is uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it. Like there's no going back now. We have to move forward and, and I'm going to move forward with an attitude of optimism and abundance. And, and really like when you think about Jupiter, uh, the planetary ruler of Sagittarius, which is the, the sign of abundance. It's the sign of opportunity. Jupiter is the planet of expansion. Jupiter is transiting through Taurus. So it's, it's expanding our reality. It's expanding our reality. It's expanding our relationship to the material. And that can feel destabilizing. Is that last week or this week or just in this whole time? Oh, period? it's this whole we started time in the period. week. Okay. This whole time period. Yeah, we can start it. Let's jump into the week because actually the first, yeah, you noticed the first planet that we're talking about. And this is the week of October 16th through the 22nd. And on Monday, October 16th, we're talking about Jupiter here in Taurus, the planet of luck and expansion in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. That's what Taurus is. It's opposing the moon, the planet of emotions in the fixed water sign symbolized by the scorpion, Scorpio. So this is taking like an expanded look at your relationship to the material, your material well-being and your intimate relationships, the people that you share money with, the people that you share intimacies with sex secrets money these are the intimate areas so transformation happening with the moon in scorpio and this is just a couple days after the solar eclipse in libra so the solar eclipse in libra you're you're wiping away you're cleansing those sort of relationship ties and reforming new bonds. Now, maybe it's new bonds with old friends or old intimate relationships or current intimate relationships, but the bonds are new and the bonds are rooted in your self-worth and what you value. And you want to expand, you want to grow in terms of your relationship to the material. And in order to do that, those that you're bonded with need to grow with you. And so if they're not growing with you, there needs to be a transformation or a death to the relationship. And that's how we progress. And when we talk about Taurus, it's about value. So Mm -hmm. finding whoever the people that are most aligned with your values, like maybe you're focusing more on what is important to you personally, and that's Mm -hmm. going to affect your intimate relationships. And either people can embrace your you're just feelings of intensity over 
what is important to you and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that that's, you know, that you're embracing that, that you're really focusing on what's important to you. Either they can kind of support you in that or it's not going, you know, you know, then they're either, they're going to follow either they're going to come with you, like you said, or they're going to fall away. Mm-hmm. So whether you're the poor, whether you are the person that is, you know, seeing things more clearly and wanting to expand on this in your values in your life and your focus, or if it's somebody else that you see in your life that is doing this, that you have to decide, are you going to support them? Are you going to take it personal that they have, that they're expressing like more of who they are and what's important to them? Or are they, or are you going to fall away? And I mean, sometimes we don't really have an option. We can either be compassionate and excited for them, or we can realize we, our values aren't aligning and maybe that's what's best for the relationship. But, um, I mean, I think that's like an important theme that we don't really get taught. I think astrology is so great because it just brings up these things that like, are your parents really talking to you about this? Is school talking to you about like focusing on your values and how that affects your relationships and mm-hmm. the the transitions that can happen when things do start to change, when you start really focusing more on what's important to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. How important values are and making sure that the people that you are engaging with in an intimate way that they are sharing your values Mm -hmm. or reflecting or at the very least respecting your values. Yeah. And so this is why things are churning up here in relationships Mm -hmm. and, and boy, it's not just relationships with people. Like you see it on like a world stage Mm. with, you know, the way that countries are interacting with each other. So as we move to, Tuesday, October 17th, the moon continues its transit through Scorpio. If you remember last last week's episode on Sunday, we talked about the moon conjunct Mars in Scorpio. And then Monday, we have the moon opposite Jupiter in Scorpio. And then Tuesday, the moon sextile Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto is the planetary ruler of Scorpio, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, transiting through Capricorn, the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat. So this is creating that sort of frequency where you can, how can you be, how can you hold yourself accountable in your relationships, in your intimate bonds? How can you, uh, step into your power as an authority. It's by holding yourself accountable by saying, this is what I want in an intimate bond. Um, I hold myself accountable that maybe I haven't delivered what you want, or maybe uh, I haven't been clear about what I want. So how can we transform this energy so that we can be of greater support to each other? And then if we're talking about um, Capricorn, that's also going to be in our, like, would this be like career type of relationships or it's like the, whatever is shifting in our career and achievements might be affecting our personal relationships, our intimate relationships. Career could be a part of it Uh, with Capricorn. I, you know, when I think of career, career is what is a career? Career is something where like, people talk about their career path that Mm. I graduated college and then I got in, or, you know, while I was in college, I got an internship 
And then when I graduated college, that internship became an assistant position. And then from that assistant position, I moved into lower management, then middle management, then upper management. And then, you know, I became an executive and then like the CEO of the company that when you're the CEO, you are in a position of authority. Mm -hmm. You have achieved something. So that's where career comes in. It doesn't have to necessarily be your job. Um, or more I like think achievement of, based, like your career path, you know, like even if like you think about it as terms of like filmmaking, you know, I made a short film and then I made a feature length film mm-hmm. and then, you know, I got funding for the next feature length film and, and then I got, you know, uh, paid by a studio to make a film. And then, and then I, you know, won an award for this film and then I won the Oscar and now I'm, you know, producing films, you know, it's just, it's just taking those steps. So what are the steps that you're taking in life, whether it's work or in your personal life? Uh, Who are the people that you are, that you're bonded to that are helping you achieve your goals? The people that you're bonded to, the people that you're sharing Mm -hmm. intimacy with that are helping you climb the mountain of success. Do you feel supported by them? Do Mm -hmm. they feel supported by you? You know, this is what this aspect is about. Yeah. So Wednesday, October 18th, we've got the sun, the giver of light, life and vitality and Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination, both transiting through the cardinal air sign of Libra, opposing the North Node, the soul's purpose, karmic pathway of the soul, in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. So this is bringing a more focused attention to your mental process when it comes to communication and relationships. The opposition to the North Node It's really about facing your fears and insecurities with regards to relationships. How can I be more courageous? How can I be more courageous in expressing myself eloquently, maybe even with a bit of charm, being fair-minded, helping myself see things from the other side so the other side can see things from my side? How can I be a better listener so that the other side will listen to me? It seems like today would be an opportunity for communication. And like you said, facing your fears, this is a day you might be feeling more confident and more able to access, like you said, that gracefulness, that charm. And when you're able to access that part of yourself, that's not putting someone else on the defensive, then they're going to be more receptive to what you have to say. So like, you know, we talk about the scales in Libra, you put something on one side of the scale, if you put it on there gently, it's going to be a lot easier to balance the scales. Mm-hmm. If you just drop something yeah. on there, super heavy, <laughs> it's going to get all out of whack. Yeah. And totally. it's going to be, everything's going to be very uncomfortable. So yeah, just being more gentle, being more graceful. Like you said, I like the word charming. Mm, yeah. Charm, that that, charm. It's like, you know, I think of, uh, charm when i think of charm i think of like james bond like especially like Mm -hmm. roger moore james bond he was a libra and you know charm it just it kind of just 
takes the heaviness out of it. It lightens things up. Yes. It kind of smooths things over. If you can get someone to laugh or to feel good about themselves, then it it's kind of like it's it's greasing the wheels. It's going to help things yeah. move forward. If you well, come you can- in with that attitude of like aggression, then you're, you know, if you if you go to the table where you want to make peace and you bring the spirit of war, then you're going to have war. <laughs> to start a war. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's like that saying, like you get more flies with honey than vinegar. Mm. Some guy mm-hmm. had like messaged me and the message was just so insane. And it was for like a date and they're like, oh, send me pictures. And I was like, there's plenty of pictures on my profile. Mm-hmm. I don't send pictures to people. And yeah. then he sent some other just kind of rude message. And I was like, dude, maybe this is working for you, but I promise you will get so many more girls if you're actually like a respectful gentleman. Like mm-hmm. what kind what like you, you're coming to the table with trash mm-hmm. and you're expecting well, and a good response. Yeah. And expecting a good response and then being rude. I'm just like, and I see it at the club all the time. Like the guys that are nicer and more appreciative and kind are going to get way more. They're going to get a better dance. They're going to get more attention. The girls are going to be much more charming because they feel appreciated. They're going to be more open and comfortable. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's like a fight the whole time. They're like, Oh, you're not giving me enough. I'm like, cause I'm on guard and you're agitating me and irritate. Like, if the more charming you are, the more charming I'm going to be. It's like going to be a, a nice experience on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that goes into like all aspects of our life and you can, you're going to get, you can get what you want. Like if you yeah. lean into the charm, not to be like manipulative, but like we all want to get something we want, we would like a certain outcome. And the more we are able to be grounded and charming and gentle in our interactions, the easier it's going to be. It's not, I'm not saying don't be yourself and don't stick up for yourself because we're talking about Aries in the North node. It's like you are being, you are putting your face out there and you are like not being aggressive, but you're like, yeah, just showing yourself. Well, part of being, you can do it. Yeah, part of being charming is, is putting your best face forward. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's put your best face. Remember forward. that Aries is, is about self-love. And so, you know, if some guy is like pressuring you in some way, they're probably coming from a place of fear. Yeah. Black, insecurity. Which is insecurity, so which is the shadow it's so side. Of, yeah. That's the shadow side of Aries, though. The light side of Aries is confidence because your confidence because you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're confident in knowing that if I just approach every individual in the way that I would want to be approached in loving myself, Mm -hmm. then there's going to be a good outcome. And that's where the charm comes in, where you can appreciate someone and say, wow, you you know, you, 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 you have a vibe about you today. Like you're really radiating something and I really enjoy your vibe and I appreciate being around you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even I just love- hearing you say that, even though we're just talking about that, I'm like, oh yeah, that feels good to hear yeah. that. You know, like it's, yes. it puts someone in a really good state of mind where you feel warm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And some people will call that charm. Uh, but you know, if it's coming from a place of love, self-love and appreciation for the other, then that is a way to smooth over the, the conversation that mm-hmm. may you may enter into it tense, but if you're able to lighten the mood by just saying, it's great to see you. 
I'm so happy that we're here together mm-hmm. and thank you for the time and energy that you're bringing to this interaction that will help create the peace that you're looking for. I mean, especially when I think of the club and dealing with men and like sex work, it's like, it can be very not charming and very like just icky. A lot of the interactions can be just like, like what? Draining. What are some examples? Just being really crass off of the bat or being really grabby or pulley or like demanding. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, who is that working for? I immediately do not feel good. The guys that are like, oh my gosh, like whether they mean it or not, they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, I'd love to spend time with you. Like, here's $5 to like, just come say hi. I want you to say hi to my friend. I want to get him a dancer. So like just being when, even when they're nice to their friends, like just to see people interact with each other and be kind, like just being nice to the waitress and their friends, you're like, oh, this person is a genuine, nice person. I want to spend time with them. I don't feel irritated when guys come in and they think they're like the cool guy and they're like it's just like an aggressive energy that's very unattractive that they think is attractive why do you think these guys are like that because they think it's attractive they think because i know there's like some some of these like i don't know self-help masculine like guru guys are like you know you've got to insult the woman Mm-hmm. And and then she'll respect you, you know? Yeah, it it's is. It's like... that. It's that kind of energy. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, I don't want to be insulted. Why would I want that? <laughs> exactly. Why would I want us... that? <laughs> yeah. It's... But there's men out there that tell other men that you need to treat a woman like trash. Yeah. They're like, you know, they... you're not getting it. Like you need to act like this. Like just like throwing the money really like ugly or like crumpling it up. I'm like, bitch, I will throw that money right back in your face. I don't want your fucking crumpled up dollar. Never throw that at me again. Mm-hmm. Your, your boy over here who you're trying to hype up, mm-hmm. everybody loves him because he's sweet. And he said, thank you. And he like, you know, tipped us and was like, oh, you're so pretty. Like, I'm nervous. Like, I've never been here before. Like, nobody thinks that you're cool because you're running around acting like an idiot. Yeah. Like, nobody likes you, sir. Yeah. Nobody. It's not cute. Like it's always the guys that are not always, but the guys that don't have as much experience. Like, oh, I'm supposed to like, I feel like I'm not doing it right. I'm like, you're just a person. You don't need to do anything. We're here to entertain you. You're going to have fun. Like, let us entertain. You don't have to do anything. You Just you sitting there saying, thank you. That's, that's all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. And the guys that are trying to put on their own show of some kind, it's like, they want everyone to look at them. They just want to, I think it's like a lot. They want more attention. And they think any attention is good attention, almost like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, look ever, at me. Do you ever say anything back to them? Depending on my mood. I yeah. mean, if I'm feeling spicy, I absolutely will. Yeah. Just to, I mean, not to be rude, but just to humiliate them. And I'm do, like, they, do they receive your information? No, not usually. They make themselves look even stupider. Yeah. They talk more shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you look like an idiot right now. Like you're being so fucking rude. Never throw money like that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, what? I gave you money. I gave you money. I'm like, I, I literally don't want it. Nobody (laughs) wants to have things thrown at them like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not charming. Like, just like we were talking about, I'm like, be charming. Yes. You're going to get a lot more with the, the grace and the charm any day. Yes, exactly. So moving forward to Thursday, October 19th, it's same alignment. More with charm. Mercury. Yes, more charm. You, you see like how it goes from Wednesday 
where Mercury is behind the sun, and then Thursday Mercury moves past the sun. This is oh, I see. this is the day where Mercury transits past the sun. It's now ahead of the sun, where it's been behind the sun because of the whole retrograde that had happened uh, last month or whatever. But you know, this is continuing that frequency, that focus, like to really illuminate your mind and ask yourself, am I being fair? Am I being, is my mind peaceful? Is my mind peaceful? And if my mind is peaceful, then I'm communicating from a place of peace. That's what we want to do. We want to communicate from a place of peace. But if our mind is not peaceful, and a lot of people's minds may not be peaceful during this period, because there may be that sort of frequency where they feel like, well, I don't feel like somebody's been fair to me. That doesn't feel fair. You know, that is the shadow side of Libra. Like we always talk about the shadow side. They want it to be fair. They're like, you're not, you're not being fair. And they're pointing the finger. Exactly. Like the, the light side of Libra is like, I'm charming and I'm fair minded and balanced. But the shadow side is when somebody feels that they've been wronged. And there is no going back. It's like you need to take your pound of flesh in order to level the scales again. And so Libra people sometimes can be some of the most ruthless people if they feel like they've been wronged. And so, you know, if you are out there in the world right now and you are super angry at somebody because you feel that you have been wronged in the worst possible way and now you've become very vindictive, that is the shadow side of this Libra energy. So you need to first make peace with yourself, make peace with yourself that you've interacted with somebody that you feel like you've had an exchange that wasn't fair. Let's forgive ourselves. And then when you forgive yourself, then you create an opportunity to hopefully bridge the gap between you and the other and create that balance. Because when Mercury moves on um, later this week, into Scorpio, that is when the mind can become even more intense. But it, it does get more intense here with Friday, October 20th, because here is Mercury squaring Pluto. So this may be where your mind splits, it breaks open. Maybe this is where you break the scales of your mind and, and you're transforming the way that you think. And hopefully through that transformation, you're able to hold yourself accountable for your part of the equation because your relationship with the other is, it's, it's the two of you, you know, it's not just you being the victim to them. They may feel like they've been victimized by you. Uh, So how can I hold myself accountable for my role in the relationship so I can transform my mind and bring peace. And then this is also connecting with Pluto and Capricorn. Yes. So a death of the old way. Transformation to the mind. Like maybe leading up to this point, you've been thinking, but it's all their fault and they did this and they did that. But this is where the breaking point happens where it's like you realize that pointing your finger at everyone else it's not gonna do is not giving you the outcome that you desire. Yeah, you need so, to be graceful. The, the grace of the scales. The grace, just- is, the grace is saying, 
I also need to hold myself accountable. I realize that even though I'm upset at you for this, that, or the next thing, I understand why you're upset at me for all these other things, you know? Yeah. And relationships so I, go both ways. Both ways. And, it's two way street. And, they, and it's also like, they can't just be like this, like I did this and you did like, like this. It's like, okay, we can, you can also like have two different perspectives and they can both be right. Mm-hmm. and and listening to someone else's side and being compassionate and graceful in receiving what they're communicating and then also being graceful in what you're communicating you can both be right and it will feel better to be able to be hurt like then there is balance on the scales you're leaving mm-hmm. room for both parties to have their experience if you don't hold exactly if you don't hold yourself accountable for what the other person is saying to you then how can there be peace how can there be balance you're basically saying you know this is like the term that they that you hear a lot these days about gaslighting you know Mm -hmm. where somebody tries to air their grievances and instead of somebody on the person on the other side saying, I hear you. I receive that. I understand what you're saying. And I apologize, you know, that you're feeling that way and that I am responsible for those feelings in mm-hmm. some way. Uh, instead of that, or you're responsible saying, well, for you, our should own have, <laughs> you should have done this if you felt that way, or you should have done that. And if you felt that way, it's like putting everything on yeah. the other person. And it's like, no, everybody has to t- hold themselves accountable. And sometimes we cause our own problems that we like keep inside that we haven't, that are like unexpressed. And then it somehow comes out like I, it just, the communication and accountability for yourself, I think is something that, like I mentioned earlier, that we're not really taught how to even do that. We just grew up with our families. That's where we learn our communication. Mm -hmm. And that's where we also get all of our psychological baggage. (laughs) And it's just like, even when we think we've worked through it, it like, you know, pokes around again and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, something to work through, something to, the more we're focused on ourselves instead of other people, the more we're actually gonna like fix our problems. Like without pointing the finger, being like, oh, okay, like how am I involved in this? What could I have done differently? Like, yeah. How can we like come to an agreement? How can there be balance? It doesn't have to be a knockdown, drag out fight, like, you know, back in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. I'm trying to think of one resolution my family has ever come to, like growing there wasn't up. It was a huge fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then usually it was the huge fight and then everyone pretends like nothing happened. Mm. There was no resolution. It was just like an explosion and then a, yeah. Get swept back up under the rug and the same things happen over and over. Yes. And I think when you have those conversations in between that helps the Mm -hmm. steam come out of the pot so that there aren't those big explosions. I swear, I literally tell my dad that. I'm like, you can't just save it all up for like once a year. Mm-mm. Nobody wants to hear you yell and scream. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong mm-hmm. that you have these feelings. Like, what all the things you're sharing are valid, mm-hmm. but like you held them in for too long. If you would have said something once a month about the thing that's bothering you, you would have given people the opportunity to fix it and be compassionate when you can express it. When you're not upset, people are going to be more receptive because it's usually when someone's having an issue, it's like, well, they're probably right in having the issue. It's a lot about how we express the problem that's happening. Exactly. If you scream and yell at me about the problem that you're having, then I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm not receptive. Exactly. Exactly. And that's part of the Libra energy is being respectful. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you're screaming and yelling at someone, then it's like, I'm shut down. I'm turned off. Mm-hmm. So how can I be respectful in the conversation? And that's also the challenge with the squaring of Mercury and Pluto is if you're speaking from a place of authority and you really want your authority to be respected, then you need to be respectable in the expression yes, of your yes. authority. I think that also makes like a really good, especially when you think of like kind of a, you know, maybe like a corporate environment where there's like a boss and stuff. It's like a really good leader is able to lead, but also be respectful. Otherwise people don't really respect him. They just like fear, fear them. Exactly. It's, like a, it's out of balance. Yes. Yes. All right. Moving on to here's the big day, Saturday, October 21st. Lots happening oh, here. This is where the sun is now squaring. The sun in Libra is now squaring Pluto in Capricorn. Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, the planetary ruler of Libra, transiting through Virgo. The mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin is forming a supportive trine with Jupiter in Taurus. And then Mercury, again, has now moved on into Scorpio. So... There is so much happening here. This is this feels like kind of the crescendo of the week. You know, when you put it all together, I think at first, like the sun, where's the sun? The sun squaring, squaring Pluto. This is transforming yourself, transforming your identity. You had the opportunity to transform your mind yesterday. Uh, on Friday with with Mercury squaring Pluto now on Saturday it's the whole the whole thing you know it's a battery that's powering you you have to in, embody not just through your words and your mind but your actions and mm-hmm. your demeanor and your you know the the unspoken language like you yeah. know like you walk into it's a, a room presence and, yeah it's a presence like, you know, when somebody walks into a room, they have a vibe. Like you, you hear people say like in a positive way, like, oh, whenever this person walked in the room, just lit up the room because mm-hmm. their vibration was, you know, and other people suck the energy out of the room. So which one are you going to be? You know, when you look at Venus in Virgo, forming the trine to Jupiter, Venus in Virgo, this is all about it's about doing your analytics of relationships, Ooh, like going like through word. all the relationships and saying, why is this person in my life? What do they bring to my life? How are they serving me? How am I serving them? You know, and is there something about this relationship that I need to eliminate in order for it to continue on? Mm-hmm. Because the way that it's continuing, the way that it is right now is not supporting me. And I don't feel like I'm supporting them. So so what do I want to eliminate from these relationships? And when you're figuring that out, it comes back to that Jupiter piece in Taurus values. Well, you know, we're friends and we've been friends for a long time, but I've noticed that we've kind of grown in different directions and and you you value certain things in life differently than I value certain things in life. And that doesn't mean that I want to blow up our friendship and not talk to you ever again. But I feel like, you know, maybe there's some areas of our relationship that that we need to sort of eliminate or not dip into anymore. And we need to find a more common ground 
with yes. each other uh, where, where we can really make this work. And that the, the last piece is, is Mercury in Scorpio. You know, it's giving us the ability to really delve into the psyche of whoever we're bonded to and have these deep conversations that will hopefully transform the relationship by eliminating what is no longer serving us, what, no, what we no longer share in terms of values, so that we can deepen the bond in other areas where there's more, more cohesion between us. I mean, I think if everyone was able to approach it with the type of energy that you're expressing it with, <laughs> you know... You people could save a lot of relationships if this yeah. was the approach where you're like, okay, we need to talk about these things. Things are shifting. Things are changing. I'm not feeling good in these areas. I think maybe I'm not showing up in these other areas. Like, what do we do? Let's have a conversation about it before, like you said, like the explosion. It's like having these types of check-in conversations to, I mean, relationships take work. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they just do. Otherwise they're mm-hmm. probably not that deep. If you're mm-hmm. not having any sort of conflict or, or disagreement ever, there's not enough passion or values that would even like, there has to be enough substance there mm-hmm. for something to even go wrong. It's like, okay, well, if, I don't really care if I disagree with that person because they're not that close to me. Mm-hmm. It's not going to affect me. It's in your more personal, like deep bonds that these things come up and the ability to, mend them or change them or you know make them more malleable so they can work for both parties um that's not something where anyone ever really talks about <laughs> like truly yeah. it's just like it's it's one or the other yes like and a lot of times you hear like friendships ending or relationships ending and they never talk to that person again and they hate that person mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. fuck that person yeah and they fucked me over and yeah it's just there's so much anger around the ending it's there's not a or it's like maybe just they people are just like ghost people nowadays a lot of the time instead of even in just I guess maybe not even in personal relationships like when you're talking about dating or even sometimes just regular friendships people are just like oh I just stopped t- calling them or I stopped mm-hmm. responding and it's just like well that's not fucking nice either just a little bit of communication to be like okay things aren't really working for me right now I don't feel like our values align so you talk about ghosting Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think of your generation. Mm-hmm. Like I had never heard of ghosting until, until your generation got to like dating age. And I think it's yeah. because you, your generation was born with Pluto and Scorpio. And so you like collectively people that were born between 1983, 84 and 1995 were born with Pluto and Scorpio. And so like when you have two people and you have to understand that like you're this body, but like your energetic field goes out so much further than your body. And when you connect your field to someone else's field, even when you separate and you may drive to your house and I'm at my house, we're still, you know, interweaved, you know, there's still some connection happening there. And the deeper the relationship goes, because you were talking about how this doesn't happen in relationships unless you go deeper, you know, but when you go deeper, you start to get into these areas where it's like, oh, he's touching me there. She's touching me there. And I'm not sure that feels a little uncomfortable, but if someone gets to an area and they hit a nerve Mm -hmm. and you're like, fuck that person. 
You know, I'm done with that person. You know, yeah. they hit my nerve. They hit my nerve. And so that's where people ghost. Like someone gets hit with a nerve and then they're just like, okay, I'm just going to disappear from this. It's like stepping on a scorpion. Yeah. And you're never going to see that scorpion again. It's going to crawl away into the crack, disappear into the wall. And you'll well, never- I mean, I, yes, but also I think in like more subtle ways, instead of, it could just be something simple. Like they don't feel like there's a connection mm-hmm. and instead of just being nice and saying like, I'm sorry, but I don't feel the connection I was looking for. It's too uncomfortable for them. That is too, vul- they don't like being vulnerable. They don't mm-hmm. want to be stepped on. Mm-hmm. They don't want to feel that uncomfortable moment or they don't want to, you know, make that person feel uncomfortable. It's too much for them. So they just disappear. They're like, uh, it's just the awkwardness is too much, Yeah, which actually hurts more. Yes. Yes. Hmm. But That's I feel like that Scorpio energy of the vulnerability is very uncomfortable for people. Yes. Well, there's going to be some vulnerable conversations happening oh, when, when Mercury transits into Scorpio and it's going to be there from October 21st to November 9th. The last time Mercury was in Scorpio was October 29th to November 17th of last year, 2022. And the time before that was November 5th to the 24th of 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. Of course, for those who were born with key astrological points or planets in Leo or Aquarius, Uh, there could be challenges for you in communication during this period, October 21st to November 9th, because that Scorpio energy is squaring your Leo or Aquarius energy. Moving forward to Sunday, October 22nd, Mercury in Scorpio is forming a positive trine with Saturn, the authority, the the planet of restriction, responsibility, achievement in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish, Pisces. This is the god of wealth and time. And this is what we were kind of, we've been leaning into this. I feel like this whole episode is that accountability piece, like holding yourself accountable. Saturn in, Tor- in, Saturn in Pluto is all about committing to doing the work required to show, to delve into your unconscious, to face your psychological baggage, the guilt, the shame, the regret, the blame. So you can integrate those thought patterns and memories with understanding, forgiveness, and love for yourself. So if you, a lot of times, sometimes people won't want to admit that you're right. I actually did do that. And I can see how that hurt your feelings. Why don't they want to do that? Because they feel ashamed. And they don't want, they feel guilt about doing that. And if they admit to it, they feel like they're going to feel more guilty or more shameful. But really, it's actually the opposite. opposite. When you come clean and say, you know what, that is right. I can see how that might have hurt you. And I am sorry for that. Hopefully, that's what this aspect helps come about is that wherever there is tension or conflict in your intimate bonds, You're able to have a deep conversation with whomever you're bonded to, and you're able to hold yourself accountable. 
And the person that you're holding yourself accountable to will be compassionate and empathetic Mm -hmm. to you, just as you will be compassionate and empathetic to them about what they're holding themselves accountable for in relation to you. I mean, even though Libra is not on this day, it just feels like when you're able to, I guess, take the responsibility, I think it's very contagious. And it kind of just still reminds me of the scales of just being like, oh, I'm sorry that I did that. And maybe I could have done it differently. And this sucks. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that happened. You know, the Mm -hmm. other person, instead of being like, I fucking told you that it's all your (laughs) fault is going to be like, thank you. Yeah. Like the the person didn't maybe do it on purpose. Like sometimes we have emotional reactions Mm -hmm. and we're not always in control of them, but once we reflect on them and we're able to communicate them, communicate about them with the person that we're in conflict with, the the compassion can come in when we use that more gentle energy when we're taking responsibility for our side of the street and understanding why that person mm-hmm. might be upset you know going back to the beginning of the week of like values it's like oh well things weren't aligning and then this happened and then that happened and then this is the result and it sucks it wasn't on purpose but yeah just being able to take responsibility for how how and why things happened can make it more gentle for the other person and then healing can happen like if you're not willing to take responsibility then there's no way to have any healing healing occur Mm -hmm. exactly exactly so hopefully this week ends on a healing note with this aspect between mercury and saturn in the two water signs the passionate sign of scorpio and the compassionate sign of Pisces, where you're able to have a passionate conversation with somebody that you have deep feelings for, but through that passion comes compassion and empathy and healing and faith that, okay, I'm seeing things from a new perspective, and I have faith that we can continue in a positive way, maybe mm-hmm. not in the way that we were in the past of our relationship, but moving forward, I can see the relationship in a different light, different energy, and a rebirth. Mm, that rebirth energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the beginning of the week, talking about, you know, how to let go, the reminder of being able to let go is in that death, there will be the rebirth. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to look forward to, even though we don't even know what it is yet. Yes. There will be a rebirth. That is what happens after a death. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. Awesome, Ingrid. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'll see you next see, week. See you next week. Yes. And next next week will be our last episode. That's going to be so. our last. Yes, exactly. So join us here for one more with Ingrid and Scott. All right. Awesome. See you soon. See you soon.